Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Expert Answers from Inside Scientific. Inside Scientific is the online environment for life science webinars, virtual events, interviews, and educational content that helps you do your best work. Today, we are joined by Craig Emter, Robert Hamlin, Timothy Hacker, and Philippe Konechny. Craig is an assistant professor in the College of Veterinary Medicine at the University of Missouri. Robert is a professor at Ohio State University and scientific director of QTest Labs. Timothy is the director of the Cardiovascular Physiology and Surgery Corps facility at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Philippe is an application scientist and surgical trainer at Transonic. They are here to discuss how PV loops work in concert with other techniques permitting complete hemodynamic evaluation. Let's jump in. We've had someone chime in and ask about atrial PD loops, and essentially they're curious, you know, can atrial PD loops be recorded with this type of equipment, and essentially why would you do this? And actually, I wanted to point this question to Dr. Hamlin, because I happen to know you have some experience with it. Dr. Hamlin, are you with us? Yes, yes. Uh, glad, glad to discuss this. Uh, of course, everybody understands the importance of atrial function, transferring blood and, and helps keep the venous pressures low. And we want to know atrial systolic and diastolic function and can use the PV loops for the right atrium very, very easily. It's simple to put a catheter through a jugular vein uh, right into the right atrium and you get quite, quite a nice, quite a nice, quite nice loops. They're figures of eight and you can measure systolic and diastolic function differently than you do from a from a closed ventricle, but uh, from an isobiometric iso ventricle. But they're very easy to obtain, and we feel they they produce very important information. And everybody knows about the importance of atrial function uh, as well as ventricular function. Thank you very much. Uh, there was a question specific to both of your case studies, where you know someone was curious, effectively. You know, if there are other volume measurements that you use on a specific animal model, like instead of comparing groups, whether you're actually looking at volume on the same subject from other modalities. So, you know, whether you are doing that and, you know, what is what do you really feel is essential to support your PD loop measurements, if anything? So I'll take this first. So, so in the mouse model, it's really hard on the right side is to get a flow probe like some people have done on the left side around the pulmonary artery. And so we've sort of correlated our PV measurements with echo measurements. And it's really difficult for us to do those simultaneously. And so we're not, so our, so it's hard to get perfect correlations, but, but the correlations we get between those two are, are quite high, usually around 0 0.6, 0 0.7. The absolute volumes don't always match, and we're not sure which ones are farther off, either the, the echo measurements or the PV measurements. And we're not that concerned about it because we're just comparing values between groups either way. When we've done larger animals like pigs, we've looked at MR measurements and also Swan-Gans measurements. And again, we haven't been able to do those simultaneous to the PV measurements, but the correlations are good and, and we're quite satisfied with uh, the numbers that we get from the PV loops. Yeah, okay, thank you. We're, we're kind of in the same, same place as Dr. Hacker's group. You know, we've, we've examined our, our pressure volume loop volumes in comparison to other published pig volumes, and we're definitely in the ballpark. So we feel confident based on previously published things. Uh, we've always kind of done a little slight tweak to most of our experimental procedures, so it's hard to directly compare the studies that we've done. I mean, in some of, the, some of them we've done CT imaging or MRI imaging, and in others we've done uh, PV loop, uh, just pressure volume loops. But 
uh, there's definitely been some correlation and, and, uh, and similarities enough in, in volumes that we've seen from multiple uh, imaging modalities in addition to the PV lips that we're, we're pretty confident we're seeing uh, something that uh, accurately reflects the We hope you enjoyed this episode of Expert Answers and that you will tune into future episodes where researchers just like you answer questions about their work and share science. For the full webinar, please see the link in the description. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next time.